up, we thought food was only something that could be enjoyed. And really, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. So much of life happens in the kitchen. It's a place to gather, to laugh, to burn your meatloaf while the kids do their homework at the kitchen island. So if life is happening in the kitchen, that's where we want to be. It doesn't have to be so hard. We can be great dads and great cooks. This show is about us trying to figure it all out. I'm Chris. And I'm Phil. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen. So, Phil, how are you doing? Good. We watched Miracle tonight as a family. Miracle. You know the hockey movie? Uh, okay. There's so many There's so many Miracle movies I couldn't really remember. Name one other Miracle movie. There are plenty, Phil. Give me five seconds while I bust out Google. I don't know. There's probably like one I've... about like a pig or something. That's Charlotte's Web. I thought it was Babe. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's such a good movie. <laughs> but I feel like I finally arrived as a father, you know? Like, just being able to show that movie to my kids. I really wanted to watch the Newsies tonight, but my four-year-old was like, that sounds dumb. So we didn't get to watch the Newsies. Maybe maybe I'll save that one with my seven-year-old. She's a little more refined, you might say. You know, like a good olive oil. I I left the door open for you with the, with the pig and a greased-up pig. Oh, is that where you're going? Okay. Yeah, pig, pig oil, though. Pig fat. That's pretty delicious. Do you ever cook with bacon fat? Not that often, actually. No, not as not as often as others. I have a couple go-tos. I think everything should be made with butter, but it might not be the most healthy option. It's not the worst. Yeah. I think I think bacon fat's the worst. Probably. But I think butter butter just tastes great with everything. It does. It really does. I know we've been through this probably a gazillion times, but if you're just gonna like butter a piece of toast, you use salted or unsalted? I actually prefer a salted. Yeah. Okay. Just feel like it has a little bit more flavor because of the salt. Mm-hmm. Yep, can't think of what else might be in there. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if you were going is... somewhere with that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yes, yes, the salt. You can taste it. <laughs> so oils, Chris. Talking about oils today. We're gonna grease up, bust out the essential oils. We're gonna lather, have up. some aromatherapy with mm. some a lavender, maybe, maybe some lavender and clove, because that would go so oh, well together. Those do go really well together, <laughs> especially in food. You know, if you take a little bit of lavender <laughs> essential oil and you put it in a saute pan, you're gonna have an interesting steak. I wouldn't say it's gonna be the <laughs> ideal steak, but it is gonna be an interesting steak. A steak like no one has ever had before. Actually, have you ever done steak in a frying pan with butter? Yeah, I think we have actually. Dude, that's. That makes a really good steak. Yeah, yeah. It's not the worst. Again, butter makes everything better, Phil. So when you when you don't feel like living your best life now and you want to live a mediocre life, there's some other oils out there. And they're they're important to cooking. Canola oil. Sure. Is that, is that your favorite, Phil? No, but did you know <laughs> that canola oil actually comes from Canada? I think it was invented at like Manitoba University or something like that. Anyways, that's where the name canola oil comes from. Can Ola. Canada. Canola. Can we please can-ola. move on from this awful, awful intro? No, it's great, Phil. I say we just keep rolling with it. All right, Chris. Not too long ago, you mentioned a thing called the Maillard reaction. Yes, I did. It's a very, a very tasty concept that I'm, yeah, I'm a fan just, of. Basically, it takes an uncooked food and it gives it flavor when it is cooked. And that's a horrible description. You did a much better job when you were talking about it in that quick dip <laughs> episode a few days ago. 
Yeah, because it was not a quick dip. It was actually the sous vide episode, but that's fine. It was uh, a sous vide episode. In the sous vide episode. I'm all over the map. We were, ju- we were just kind of talking about how like in a sous vide, you're cooking at lower temperatures for a longer amount of time. And at those lower temperatures, you don't get browning. You don't get the Maillard reaction. So that's why you sear, say, like a steak or something afterwards. Right. Yeah, it basically gives the browned food flavor. It actually, on like a chemical reaction it takes an amino acid and it pairs it up with some reduced sugars and it gives it flavor think a toasted marshmallow yeah it's like that caramelization and it's delicious or in my case tonight chris we made brownies and do you know what my kids did for me they saved me the corner piece which is always the best part of a brownie because that caramelized crystallized edges is delicious and that's that's the Maillard reaction I thought you were going to say that you guys made uh, some really nicely caramelized lavender steaks they were interesting like I said so the point is there's different oils out there Chris is obviously partial to butter I'm partial to lavender but we know that we're not the only two people in the world we might be the only two people listening to this podcast but for all you others that may or may not be out there It's important to know what different oils do to a dish. Uh, What does massage oil do? Makes you fall asleep. Okay. Would you ever put cooking oil on your body for a nice beach day? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've heard about people that do this, though. Like, I've heard about people that, you know, want to get a nice tan, so... Yeah, I mean the it's the, like tanning the lotion, face basically. you made the face you made made me a little suspicious there, but I'll believe you. So Chris, yes, I'm going to attempt to save face here. Olive oil. You like olive oil? Uh, I know Popeye did. Yeah, yeah I, she I, was I, a sweetheart. I, I I like olive oil. That's honestly like one of the probably two most commonly used cooking fats, oils, whatever you want to call them, that I use. So there's refined and there's unrefined, or for lack of a better term, maybe a more trendy, edgy, sexy term, virgin, virgin olive oil, or even extra virgin olive oil, as opposed to just a little bit of virgin. So basically extra virgin olive oil is just a cold pressed olive, and it comes from, I think, a single crop versus like a, you know, like a fine whiskey can often be single barrel or multi-barrel. <laughs> Olives are kind of the same way. They're, they're not just sold at different price points to be trendy. They they actually are kind of important to your food. And uh, most notably, little thing called smoke point. So you take your lavender oil, you put it all over your body, you go to the beach, you're probably going to catch on fire. Get pretty smoke knot. I would, there you go. I would think that that would probably have a pretty low smoke point. The, the look on your face just right now tells oh, me that we're uh, doing something right Chris. i'm just picturing you like strolling down the beach baywatch style smelling like lavender david hasselhoff baby yes smoke points i feel like this is this is something that is kind of important to oil selection but it's also something that i know that i have especially early on like totally ruined a dish due to yeah and and like i did this just the other day it's super easy to do. Super, super common. You know, like I, I think when I first started taking cooking a little more seriously, which was like three days ago, you know, I would I would want to make my dish extra fancy. So I'd grab the extra virgin olive oil and I'd dump it in the saute pan and cook it up. And next thing you know, you know, the kitchen's on fire. And it's because I didn't use the right kind of olive oil, Chris. Extra virgin olive oil is great for colder dishes like salads or dressings or dipping if you you know have a nice french baguette and you want to spice up your entree with something to dip it in 
extra virgin olive oil is a really great choice for that. It's got great flavor. It's a little bit nutty because it's it's, it's basically juice, you know? To make olive oil, you basically juice and crush these olives into a paste and then you extract the oil out of it. It's it's like juice. It's like olive juice. And anyways, so it's it's great for... So can you put extra virgin olive oil in a martini? I don't know. I mean, I suppose you could. We should have like a, would, a Dad's Kitchen Experiments YouTube channel. That's a great idea, actually. <laughs> uh, what do our uh, listeners think? I would imagine it would separate. Like you'd probably have He's the olive shake oil sucker the hard. Yeah, you would talk about emulsify. So the point is extra virgin olive oil is great for those colder dishes. But if you're actually going to do some sauteing, you should go for what's called a light olive oil. Don't let the name fool you. It's not any less fat. It's just called light because it has a more mild, neutral flavor. And it has a smoke point of 470 degrees, which is great for sauteing. Extra version, on the other hand, 375 degrees. Okay, so Phil, when we're talking about the smoke point in a cooking oil, when you exceed that temperature with a cooking oil, say we're throwing an extra version olive oil in there and the, the pan gets a little too hot, what does that actually look like? I mean, sure. If it gets way too hot, yeah, maybe it can catch on fire. That might be a little a little overly dramatic. But if you are kind of passing that smoke point, like what type of effects does that have? I mean, I think we've all been there. It's 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 certainly gonna create some smoke. It's gonna it could burn the, the, the base of your pan. It it could it could burn the meat. And yeah, I mean, sometimes we obviously like we want to go for some charring to achieve that Maillard reaction, but we certainly don't want to overdo it. And you can absolutely overdo it if you exceed that smoke point. Yeah. I feel like the things that I've experienced most often, like you start to get that, that little bit of smoke with, with your oil, but then it rather than the oil itself actually browning or burning or blackening your pan, I've actually had a lot of really funky taste reactions. Where kind of like a little bit of a bitter Yeah, flavor. like bitter, almost chemically type taste. Is that because you're using lavender oil? Uh, that might be it, actually. There's a thing called avocado oil. You ever cooked with avocado oil? Yeah, we've had that around once or twice. I think we're a little more in the, the olive oil world these days. We have some in our pantry, and it, it, it works. I've actually used that on some colder dishes like a salad before, and I, I don't know if I've really noticed a, a whole lot of flavor coming out of, of avocado oil. It is what's considered a carrier oil, which basically means it, it lets other flavors shine. But it does have a much higher smoke point than olive oil, typically right around 520 in the refined and then right around 480 in the unrefined virgin. But it's got a lot of the same benefits as like actual avocados themselves. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's healthy for you. Okay. Do you, do you have any other examples of what some of those other carrier oils might be? Please don't shoot me. I think canola and vegetable oils might be carrier oils as well. They're super mild in flavor. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. As long as okay. I get the approval, the CD stamp of approval. Okay. So uh, vegetable and canola oils, what type of smoke point do those have? Typically right around 400. They are not the healthiest choices when cooking, but they definitely get the job done. They're very neutral in taste. So they're going to be probably the most defaulty options in your, in your recipes that you're following. They might just say, you know, Grab canola oil, grab vegetable oil. I think they're interchangeable. I, I, I'm sorry, Chris. I don't know if I really know the difference between the two. I think vegetable oil might be a little more natural, whereas canola oil is like maybe a little more labby, pinky in the brain-ish. 
Not sure about that. Put it in the shout outs. Well, if it's if it's too terribly wrong, we'll just leave it in for you. Okay, appreciate that. There's a thing called coconut oil, Chris. Yeah. And I got to yeah. say, I'm a really big fan of coconut oil, particularly on popcorn. Okay. Gives it like this really fun flavor. Yeah, I was just to say, coconut oil is definitely not a carrier oil, Phil. It is not a carrier oil. What would be the opposite of a carrier oil? Does it have a name is the question, I guess. Carry him oil? Oh, gosh. This episode... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> yeah, whose fault was it? Oh, geez. I don't know the name. I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of a carrier oil if it has a name, I don't know what it would be. But it's it's an oil that carries its own flavor, that's for sure. Okay. It's a little more flavor forward. The refined version of the coconut, 450. So you can get pretty high on that one. The unrefined coconut oil, you do not want to go too high of a temperature on that. Never saute with it. It's got a smoke point of 350, and that's that's going to have much more coconut flavor. So if you want to make some popcorn tonight with your family, I say go for it. Use an unrefined coconut oil instead of butter. It's going to be delicious, unless you're like Chris and you don't like popcorn. My, my salted butter and I might have a, a word for you with that one, but that's fine. How does coconut oil do as a sun tanning lotion, though? Might be the I actually question. think it would work wonders. Mm-hmm. I hear it's not too healthy for you, though. It's up for debate. Like on I your guess skin? Like, or? I mean, I just think consumption in general. So if you see someone at the beach with coconut oil on their skin, don't lick them. That's probably not going to end up too well for you. <laughs> it's not going to go too well for you. You like peanuts, Chris? I don't, I don't mind peanuts. I have to be in the right mood for them. But yeah, yeah, I can enjoy them. Kind of your everyday legume. Anyways, they have an oil as well, and they're going to be pretty popular in kitchens that fry stuff, whether they're, I don't know, French fries or crab wontons. Good chance those are going to be cooked in peanut oil because they've got a pretty high smoke point of 450, and they just like really hold their volume really well. So great for, you know, hiding things. I made hush puppies one time, and we didn't have any peanut oil. I do not remember what I used, but whatever it was, it did not hold up. And like the the whole thing just like fell apart. It was really weird. I can't even describe what exactly happened, but sometimes it's it's important to stick with what the recipe calls for. Okay. Okay. Noted. Uh, anytime we're frying something, we don't do a lot of frying. When was the last time you fried something? Maybe never. At home. Yeah, probably not. But my, you never made beignets? Molly has fried things a few times, but I have not. No. I have not made beignets, Phil. You can buy the Cafe de Mon boxed mix pretty much everywhere here down here. Like every store sells it. Anyway, it's pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately we don't have that here. Plus one South Carolina, I suppose. So there's one other oil on my list, and it actually is my favorite. And before uh, I mention what it is. I'm going to take a guess. That's what I was hoping for. Okay. Okay. Well, the only one that I can think of that you haven't mentioned is sesame oil. Wow, well done. I thought you were going to say chili oil. No, no, sesame oil. (laughs) Sesame Uh, oil is great. It is so good on salads. It's just got like this really strong, can we say nutty flavor? I think we can say nutty flavor. If you eat a sesame seed by itself, do you know what it tastes like, Chris? A packing peanut? It tastes like nothing. A sunflower seed. Actually, did you know that packing peanuts are made out of cornstarch, I think? 
So they're out. edible. So they're edible? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. So you could take some lavender essential oils and you could drizzle that on your packing peanuts. And then saute that you in could sesame serve oil. <laughs> this is lovely. I can't wait to try this. Sesame oil is super good. You can have it over cold stuff like salads. Uh, you can use it as a dressing. Makes it makes for a great drizzle. It's also really high in antioxidants, apparently, what the Googs tells me. Not sure I believe that, but can't fault Google for saying that, I suppose. And it's got a smoke point of like 350 to 400. So it's it's certainly great to saute. You just want to watch it. A lot of times sesame oil is the oil of choice in some Asian cuisine. And you just got to you just got to man it a little bit. Keep keep an eye on it. You know, don't 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 walk away. Don't do what our listeners are going to do with this episode and walk away. Honestly, I, I, I wouldn't blame them at this point. Seriously, though, have you ever cooked with chili oil? No. Oh, it's great. Really, really strong, spicy flavor. Yeah, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had chili oil. I've just never personally cooked with it. Did you like it? Much better than chill her oil. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know if that works, Phil. Terribly sorry. <laughs> so, Phil, just out of curiosity... You know, if, if I was somebody that was just starting out and, you know, I'm thinking that like all I need to do to say cook some vegetables or cook some meat is like toss it in a pan. Why would I want to use a cooking oil instead of just, you know, throwing my vegetables in a pan? Well, Chris, it's it's certainly going to keep it, things from sticking to the pan, but it's going to help give it some of that flavor. We got a little bit of that Maillard reaction that we have to consider. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, playing a little bit of a devil's advocate here, like uh, if you throw something on the grill, you're still going to get that reaction. Do you not oil your grill? Mm, not always, no. Okay. Hmm. I, don't, I don't have stuff stick either. I think I think that cooking oil probably, they probably do help with heat transfer. Yeah, that makes sense. They're conductors of heat. Yeah. So they like help with that heat transfer. I think even beyond, you know, throwing some of a cooking oil into a pan to say saute some vegetables or something along those lines we we haven't really gotten into i guess the roles that different elements play you know kind of going back to uh samin nasra like summed up in a very graspable way how salts fat acid and various heat elements really work together to create balance in food but given that we haven't really explored those ideas very much. I do think that all or most of these different cooking oils that we've talked about can play that role really well in a lot of our foods. So olive oil, sesame oil, probably butter, probably. They, they're they're all great fats that, you know, can play an interesting role in your cooking even beyond like direct heat applications. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a rebuttal. That was just really good. I agree with you. Well, maybe maybe that uh, brings up a mini series that we might that we might need to do on uh, the roles of of things like fats and acids and salt. It kind of in an elemental cooking type way. So if anybody knows Samin and wants to invite her on to do that mini series with us, they should definitely reach out to us at Dad's Kitchen Co. over social. They can also send us an email at hello at dadskitchenco.com. Or they can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll find you. You leave that review, we'll find you. With her cell phone number, home address, and maybe preferably social security number. She's a dream. Man, I would love to have her on the show. Question, Phil, is would you slather her with lavender oil at the beach? And then lick her? (laughs) (laughs) And we end there. (laughs) Yeah. You said Ashley doesn't listen to these, right? (laughs) 